Welcome back. To discuss the shortage and hike in oil prices in the U.S., let's go to Imam Abdul Malik Mujahid. Over to you, Imam Mujahid. Thank you, Rina. Gas prices are going up and up and up. Here there is a person. He says that uh, there is an oil glut. There is no reason to raise uh, gas prices as, as they are being raised. So with us is Egberto Willis. Welcome to Muslim Network TV. Thank you so kindly for having me. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. Tell me if there is, a, you know, why you think there is no problem? Well, let me first say that our entire oil industry is one of the largest frauds on the market. There has never been an oil shortage ever. Uh, Venezuela is sitting on the largest, on the largest pool of oil. Yes, some of it is sour oil. We have countries like the United States producing more oil than ever. We have Saudi Arabia who simply needs to turn on the spigot or not. We have Russia who, in as much as it finds itself in a war right now in, uh, in Ukraine, is still putting out at least as much oil as it did pre-pandemic. And that oil is being bought up by China, India, and several other countries. So the fact that we would believe that the price of a barrel of oil should be at the prices that, are, that they are today is a fiction. What we have is a cartel, a fraudulent cartel that is, and it's not just America, it is a worldwide oil cartel that is simply taking the monies away from the middle class and the poor because they can. You call it the largest fraud in the human history. Define that. Well, the reason you have to call it the largest fraud in human history is because we all, from the poorest country in the world to the richest country in the world, is completely and entirely dependent on petroleum, not only for transportation, for heating, for pharmaceuticals, you name it. We have a petroleum-based economy, and those who control the petroleum, the distribution of petroleum, some a fossil fuel that wasn't placed there by those who exploit it, that was given to the to the to the humanity by the by eternity, if you will. Those people who control it have the opportunity to rip us all off. If that isn't the largest fraud in the world, I really don't know what would we could call it. So who are the collaborators? Why government are not standing up who do not have gas? You ask the very and most intelligent question, sir. The reason why you would find that uh, government doesn't do anything about it is because government is complicit. Of course, if you have the money to pay off uh, to pay off the the different uh, company, uh, the different. Uh, politicians, especially politicians in the United States, UK, and some of the other quote unquote first world nations, then of course you have, you have the money in the bag. That is one of the reasons why activists have such a hard time getting change made. That is why they they run the risk of burning up the planet without even having to consider repercussions. But again, uh, you're correct. Governments are not doing their job. It is imperative that we, the people, which is something that I preach all the time on my show, it is imperative that we, the people, be educated by those who really know as opposed to those who would try to confuse them. Well, Brother Egberto, when we, the people, going to wake up? 
Well, uh, what you're doing right now, sir, is very important. The fact that you are giving me or presenting me on to a, another audience, if you will, that's you doing a public service. That's your organization doing something necessary to save the planet. That's your organization doing something to make humanity a bit more fair. Well, but if the highest gas prices in recent memory cannot get people on the street or is speaking up while election is coming, is, is gas prices a part of anyone's manifesto or any program by any politicians in America? Yeah, well, you have to make it that way, right? I mean, there are a lot of things in this country that people didn't realize they've been had, right? I mean, if you don't think that you're getting screwed, if you are able to use smoke and mirrors, let's give a perfect example, right? If you ask the average person, why are gas prices too high? They'll give you two reasons. If you are a conservative or Republican, it's Biden, Biden's policy, who's not allowing us to drill in America, who's not allowing uh, other oil, oil resources to be used. That would be the problem. If then you ask those that are a bit more intelligent, if you will, they will go ahead and they'll say, well, it's a supply chain problem. But you know what? It's not a supply chain problem. It's not a problem with uh, Biden. It is a systemic problem based on the economic system that we have where those with price and power controls. Your first and most important question asked, why if people are seeing five and six and seven dollar gas, aren't they reacting? Because we have been ineffective. The activists have been ineffective in being able to show who the, the, the culprit is. So the culprit has been able to assign blame to a boogie person. Again, supply chain, no. After all, the supply chain problem wasn't caused by government. It was caused by the private sector. Is it a problem with Biden? No, Biden is just a token in the White House who is unable to convince us, uh, even his own to do what's necessary. It is time to nationalize oil companies. And until we do that or threaten to do that, nothing will actually get changed. I mean, people, some, some countries are getting into bankruptcy like Sri Lanka. They cannot afford to pay for the gas and people are riding on the streets for several days. Other countries, so, so money is flowing out of poorer countries and poorer people in our own neighborhoods into the pocket of who? Again, follow the money. You are so right about that, sir. This is one of the largest transfers of wealth and income in, um, in the world's history. Add the numbers up. When, whenever they say this is the new price, and they need not drill anymore. They need not invest in any more resources. That money, we see exactly where it goes. It goes into the pockets of executives as very high bonuses, and it goes into uh, dividends that's paid out. Not too much dividends, though, but mostly, but mostly into capital gains in the form of the companies buying back their stocks. As they buy back their stocks, it appreciates in value. And because we have been fooled into believing that capital gains is different than any other income, uh, they even get a tax break from having bought back these stocks to have those with longstanding ownership of these, uh, these stocks and these companies gain a whole lot of wealth 
at a minimal tax cost. It's amazing what they do. They don't even cash in the, the, the gains because they can take it out in the form of insurance and loans that will never, ever be paid back. Egberto, are there some politicians who sound like you? Absolutely. Uh, the politicians that sound like me are the ones that get very little coverage on TV. Although they like to try to make AOC a scapegoat or Ilan Omar a scapegoat or Rashida Tlaib a scapegoat, these are politicians in the United States that are that would echo everything that I'm saying right now. I, I wish they they made themselves a bit more vocal, but I think because of the way the dynamics of a fraudulent media works in the United States, they try to temper themselves to wait for the opportune times to make note of what they need to speak about. But that said, I think I am, I'm a very patient person. As a patient activist journalist, I am satisfied with informing, but I think what's important is as we bring more people on board, more people will change. Do I have hope? Absolutely. Now, because of this whole gas pricing high and all that, where are the climate change activists? Uh, why they are not riding on this wave? Hey, this is the time for you to switch. There is a very tight balance here. Uh, when you have a population that isn't, and I really do not want to sound condescending, but when you have a population whose government has uneducated them, what happens is uh, climate activists has, have to be careful in, these, in, in, in this scenario, in that given that those who are pilfering us by having these high prices, one of the boogie persons that they use is the climate change activists. Hey, they're not allowing Biden to drill. Hey, they're not allowing all these things. So they have to be careful not to have a lie cauterize into the minds of people that are of low in you know uh, low information status so it's a tricky point here you have to uh, figure out how to play your cards and i think that is one of the reasons you'll see some of the largest activists in the climate domain taking it easy until they find the opportune time to to, to, to come out because we cannot allow the right to car uh, characterize this price increase as a switch to green energy. Well, thank you so much, Egberto Willis. Egberto Willis is a political activist, author, political blogger, and a radio show host. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you so kindly for covering this subject. Back to you, Hina. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.